Before we get into this week's episode, we want to give a big shout out to Rob and Purnell of the Rhythm and Pixels VGM podcast. They were nice enough to have Matt and Guido on as guests on their most recent episode. They can be found across all social media at at Rhythm and Pixels. And now, the Amityville Horror. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hey. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We're inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each week, one of us will pick a movie to discuss. This week is Tammy's week, but Tammy, before we get to your pick, since we're in our spooky month, what are your kids being for Halloween this year? Damien. That goes without saying. I don't I don't know yet. <laughs> They haven't I picked think anything? Uh, Amelia is really leaning towards Rapunzel. Oh. But we do have a fairy costume that uh, she was given, and she looks adorable, and she's worn it out of the house probably three times now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, she's already, if she's worn it outside, she can't wear it again. Oh, my God. Well, oh my what was everyone's favorite Halloween costume they ever wore? Oh, boy. Okay. My family was big into Halloween, and my favorite one was um, I dressed up like a vampire. And my dad did my vampire makeup. Oh, cool. And I had, like, blood all over my mouth. Like, I had just eaten dinner. Uh, So it it was like... Great. So it was like uh, the more like the Christopher Lloyd... Or not Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lee vampire. Christopher Lee Dracula. With, like, you know, more graphic than just the usual, like... Mm. Yeah, no, it was the whole whole mouth was bloody and I um I had my hair spray painted black and my face was white and it scared the crap out of my little brother. I couldn't go trick or treating with him cuz he was like a baby. It was good makeup. Okay. Guido? When I was 8, I was Dr. Jack Kevorkian. And my What? Yeah, my dad made me a little coupon book. For like that I could give people to come see me and, and I will kill them the way they would like me to kill them. And I would just that usher like them something. into another plane. That sounds like something Tom would That's do. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. What? That That's was my awesome. favorite costume. It's awesome. That's awesome. Matt? Well, you know, I guess I, I'm going to have to split it up because, of course, I'm going to go with like childhood costumes because my mom was really good at making our costumes. Like, I was a Power Ranger. Like, she made it from scratch. I was Batman, Superman. Like, she would make that stuff. I was a Ninja Turtle that she just, like, went all out on. It was pretty awesome. I think I'll go with the Ninja Turtle. Okay. I know which one it was. I'm sure when she's listening, she will then text me and tell me what it was. <laughs> yes. It was Donatello! No, never Donatello. I'm pretty sure it was Raphael. Raphael's the best. He was always my favorite. But, um, but then, then, of course, like, now as we get... As adults, we dress up for like Halloween stuff and everything like that. Yeah. Probably would have to say it would probably because it would be like when I won the costume party at work like two years in a row. The first year I was Bob Ross. That was because really it was it was an '80s theme. Everybody dressed up as something '80s, and all I had to do was I had to just get an afro wig and a blue shirt. That's all we had to do. And one of my coworkers at the at the company, he made me like a paint easel out of the out of the particle board we had. So I'm just sitting there like. He uh, looked just like him. Happy trees, happy clouds. Happy trees. It was such a good costume. Yeah. And then the next year, I I went as uh, Paul Sheldon from from Misery. From Misery. My one coworker, uh, Shirley. Shout out to her. I need to text her and tell us tell her to listen to us. But uh, called her work Annie. She called Allison home Annie. Home Annie. Because we also use that as a couple's costume for our yeah. It was holi- Annie. yeah. Yeah. So we did misery. That was that was great. That was good. And I guess you know honorable mention when uh, John, super fan John, uh, and I dressed up as as the uh, the Grady twins from The Shining. That one was excellent. <laughs> that one's still with me. It's great. It I need to get that. To I need day. to get that into like we need that as a portrait, and we could like put it at the end of the hallway. Yeah. And we have pictures on um, social media of that from our twins episode. Yes. <laughs> So if you want to check out those um, Halloween photos of Misery and, and The Shining, uh, the Shining yeah. they are on social media. I'm trying to think what my favorite costume was. One year, I because I, my mom was a big fan of just reusing my tap and ballet costumes and making them 
Halloween costumes. And so one year I was like a flamenco dancer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. In like fishnets and stuff. Very inappropriate. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you still have that costume? It's probably still in my mother's closet uh, at home. Yes, most likely with my little tap shoes. And then one year I was like Shirley Temple from the Good Ship Lollipop because... So cute. I did that for tap as well. (laughs) So yeah, probably those. Did they have to do your hair that way or did you wear... Yeah, my mom had to curl it in the ringlets. Put it in in pigtails. Speaking of pigtails... Tammy, what movie have you picked for for Spooky Month? So for our Spooky Month, I have chosen uh, a movie that my dad introduced me to when I was a child, and it's the 1979 version of Amityville Horror. It's the kind of house they don't build anymore. A relic of a time when the world wasn't in such a hurry. When there was still time for a little charm and elegance. It has stood empty for a long while. And at the price, it is a bargain. For a growing young family, it is almost too good to be true. And it stars James Brolin as George Lutz, uh, Margot Kidder as Kathy Lutz, and it was directed by Stuart Rosenberg. So um, it's it's based on a book written by Jay Anson, and it's based off of a, a family in Amityville, New York, that bought the house. this house, um, and it was haunted. So I'll get into the movie. Basically, the book and the movie are, like, completely the same thing. So okay. that's, that's the movie that I chose. I, I kind of chose it because I wanted to see if it was still just as scary as what I had remembered it as. Okay. And I remember watching it around Halloween, so. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Guido, what were you, had you ever seen this movie before, and what were your initial thoughts? Oh, uh, Jesus. Well. <laughs> so, uh, I have never seen this movie, and then I watched it, and, uh, well, we'll get to that. Okay. Matt? This I, is your initial thoughts reminder. Oh, my initial thoughts? Okay. The scene one, a very dumb looking, you know, uh, house. It looks like it's got a face on it there. That was my initial thought. I, I, Weirdly, our friend Steve lives in a house that um, looks quite a bit like it. What What do you mean you were going to say it? First of all, I already took a picture of Steve's house and posted it on our social. He wrote it down. Ago. I thought he was I gonna was going say next, so I was going to say it. Oh, too bad. I already said it. You did? I missed that. Jump. When we went to when we went swimming at his house in the summer, I took a picture of the outside of his house because I was like, Steve, your house looks like the Amityville Horror House. And then I posted it on our social media. But your house is very lovely, Steve. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. I also have actually never seen this movie before. Wow. It's always on the lists of the scariest movies and all that. And I'm like, I'm really excited to see this. <laughs> and plus... I love Margot. Really, really showing your hand here. <laughs> I love no. I love Margot Kidder. Okay. I loved her as Lois Lane, and then when I saw her with those pigtails, oh my god! And oh, the flower in her hair, disgusting. <sighs> and the boobs. I put. <laughs> we'll get not to each. It's right. like one boob and not the whole thing either. Just, I, that was enough for me. I, I, I love that woman when I was. I'm sorry. Are we still in your formative years? We're hand check. Ew. All right. They're both up in the air. Gross. Good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I well now we know you're a lefty. <laughs> I had seen this movie before, but it was a really long time ago, so I really didn't. I, I remembered certain things about it, so I was excited to watch it again. But I, I think I'm, I think I just more, am, I'm more interested in the actual crime that happened in the house. I feel like they could have just made a movie about that. I mean, yeah. like an in cold blood, like Capote sort of thing. Yeah, that's the more horrifying thing than. Okay, but yes, I had seen it and um, I was excited to watch it again. I think you <sighs> all really need to put on the lens of this is 1979. Thanks, Billy. And Corgan. it's not 2022. Okay, The Exorcist okay. came out in 1973, we so we're not going to use It's a spooky time. Airbnb. Okay. And somebody has a. The know, Omen really came out in 1976, Rosemary's and we were all scared of that. So we're not going to use time as a reason for a movie being a piece of shit. No, but it was it was like one of the first movies to be of this haunted house thing. 
You mean a haunted house had never been what? done before that? No, I'm gonna no, call you on that because there's literally a movie called. What the is house up with you and spooky houses? The hunt or the haunting of Hill House, which came out in black and white. The fall oh, of the okay. House of Usher. Yeah. Oh. Well, it was one. Of, it was one of these. Yeah. So um, the DeFeo family was murdered on my birthday. Oh, really? It said it. Oh. It's. I mean, not my birthday because I wasn't born yet. So it was my uncle. <laughs> it was my uncle. It was definitely my uncle Dick's birthday. November 13th, 1974. I was like, hey! Aww. I want you to know what your birthday does to people. Oh, my. It kills people. It so kills de- me a little bit every year. So de- <laughs> yeah, so the uh, eldest son was hearing voices telling him to kill his family. So he grabbed a shotgun while the family was sleeping, and he shot his family. And this really happened. Like, uh-huh. this is yep. a real thing. My no dad one says woke he up. remembers it, like, being on the news. I don't know if that's true. He might just be saying that. Yeah, nobody woke up. Nobody woke up from all the gunshots. So he killed his mom and dad, and then his... No, no, no. The siblings were first. Three and siblings? Then, and then... going in order. I was just listing them off. I think there were four kids all together. There were four kids all together, including him. So his three <sighs> siblings... And his two parents, yeah. He shot them all execution style, except for the mom. I remember that because the person that said it was the principal from Back to the Future. Yes. He was like, shot them all execution style, where I'm like, really? I was trying to think of where I knew that guy from. I didn't think Back to the Future. I thought Top Gun. But then, but then, Top Gun but then he was also like, except for the mom, shot her in the back of the head. And then we see the whole murder sequence. Isn't that execution style, though? Not in the back. Is- Isn't that how you... Execute I mean, if you're the Boondock Saints, what you want to do is, you know, you want to have two people with two different guns and then crisscross them and but then shoot them in the back. Surprise! It's taking you. But he said, episodes to bring up Boondock Saints. But he said, but he said they shot the mom in the back of the head. But you see the the corpses later, like you know, I'm getting ahead in the movie when you know they show the open the door, boom, boom. The mom still had a head. Okay, you can still have a head. If she was shot in the back of the head, we should see no forehead. Especially, even I know that with bullets from that kind of caliber weapon. I'm not Guido here, but I know that that large of a gun would blow out the front of your head. This man is a ballistic expert. (laughs) He's he was murdered. Okay, (laughs) the DeFeo. I forget what the guy's name. I don't think they ever mentioned this. Oh, the guy name. who actually killed the yeah. son? Okay. Oh, Ronnie. Ronnie DeFeo. Oh, how do you remember these names? Because I'm obs- I'm mildly here. obsessed with the with the, the murder and everything. And they bring it up in um The Conjuring and, and things like that. The oh, Conjuring. Okay. The Conjuring. Well, thank goodness. Um. So, yeah. So, it starts off with Ronnie. Murder. Uh, shooting his family. And the incident occurred at 3.15 a.m. On November thirteenth, nineteen seventy four. On November thirteenth, nineteen seventy four. I said the opening music reminded me of Rosemary's Baby a little bit. I la, la, yeah 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 la 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 yeah la, very la, 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 la. in Rosemary's Baby it's Mia Farrow doing it but it's like la 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 so so the next scene is um, a year later one year we're introduced later. to George and Kathleen Lutz they're a newlywed couple. And Marga or um, Kathleen comes with three pieces of baggage that are her children. Yes, three or two boys and a girl, and they are looking at this house that is eighty thousand dollars, which is in their price range. I um, looked it up for inflation. That was uh, three hundred and twenty-six thousand dollars in today's it money. Their price range because she says she says eighty thousand. It might as well be eight hundred thousand. So I don't really think they can afford this house. Yeah, it sounded like it was way above their means. It's and, gorgeous house. Yeah, and and they had a lot of toys yes, too. It is. It is nope. nice. It's dark. It's dingy, and people were killed there. The one, no, the it's one, not nice. The the where the front door is, like from the that red door. I love that from door. from that angle. I'm like, this is the house from What About Bob. It looks, it looks Bob, so. just like that house. But it's on the water. There's a, a, boat a boathouse. Slip. There's, There's a, also a, a that they can convert into a guest a house. Guest house. Yeah, they have they have a beautiful boathouse. He just got a speedboat. I wrote down. It's my second note. Josh Brolin, daddy. You mean yes. he looks just like Michael Landon his with that hair? Fr- his hair looks so luscious, so and curly, thick. and he's got that beard, and you're just like, ooh. Who? Who do you think spent more time in hair and makeup for their hair in this movie? Do you think it was Michael, I mean, uh, Josh, James Brolin or Margot Kidder? 
I mean, I think I'm thinking, he, I'm thinking he might have had more time in the chair because he kept it, it feathered. Especially as the movie went on, he certainly had a lot more makeup mm-hmm. and had to do That's just pink eye. to his hair. Talking about more so than her. <laughs> I also wrote that the realtor is annoying. The realtor. I called her a bitch in my notes. No. Nah. I was like, what kind, of a, what kind of a woman just, oh, there's person. N- this house is fabulous. And then she's like, oh, yeah, a whole family was murdered by, here, the, by way, the way. A whole family was killed here. She's you trying know, to sell houses, move units. There's nothing like this on the market. Another Back to the Future alum. She's the lady that's like, save the clock tower. <laughs> lightning struck. Oh, I love her. Lightning struck the clock tower on November 12th, 19. 19- Wow. It's all happening together. It's, it's a shared universe. Together. I did say I did like the cuts. Like when they're opening the door, it's like, this is the master. And then it yeah, cuts to, I thought that was, I'm it sorry. Cuts to the, the murder. And then this is the children's room. And then it cuts to the murder. That I actually thought was like, there's a lot I, of weird cuts in this movie. I did like that. That actually I liked. Yeah. yeah this movie that, blows its load in the first scene. <gasps> that movie or that first bedroom at the top of the stairs to the right has always had the most um, paranormal activity. Well, have you seen the picture? The picture? You've never seen the, the, the famous Amityville picture? No. Okay, so there is a, a, a picture. I, I can't remember if it was taken before or just after. It must have been just after the murders. And it's, um, uh, I guess it's a police photo. And it's a picture of the top of the stairs looking at all of the um, the rooms. And you see the face of a little boy in one of the rooms. Oh my god! Just Google it. It's it's not it's, it's not like it's like a like a picture for this movie. It's like it's like a police photo or something like that. Just Google it. It's really creepy. It's actually the same cardboard cutout from uh, Three Men and a Baby. It is actually. Yeah, it's Ted Danson. So at this point, Lucky. they are buying the house. The realtor is is like, "Don't worry about it. Just pack your stuff and get ready to move in." Yeah. And sign the papers. And so they move in. I did like, uh, just like you were saying, like, I thought she was a bitch for saying, I applauded her for just being like, oh yeah, you know, somebody got murdered here. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like any other movie where they're like, you know what happened here, right? A year ago, boy went crazy and shot the whole family. It's just like. But I then, that. you know, <laughs> George says, you know, houses don't have memories I like he's never line. watched a movie with Tammy. I love that line. <laughs> well, the the realtor has to disclose if someone's been killed in a house. See, I think they have to because of this. I don't think back then they did. But because of this, mm. they do now. I think that was like a because of what happened with this, the actual murder and this movie that's what made it a law that they have to disclose if people are killed in a house. I think that was one of the, the things that came out of Amityville. It's definitely Hart, a law. But I can't remember. It's definitely a law. You watch, I remember that scene from Coming to America? No. A real no. shithole. I used to rent it to a blind guy. Oh, when they go to the apartment? The real shame what they did to that dog. So they're moving into the house and they're having a good time taking their speedboat out along the water. Uh, and Father Delaney, a priest who Father. who has been close to the family. Um, oh, okay. So he so he knows the family because I'm just like, yeah, dude, what the hell? You're just randomly walking into these people's houses. Well, that's Margot how it, that's Kidder how says think? it later. Yeah, yeah. That, he says that he got her okay. some hard times. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because because yeah, I she's very religious and she has a lot of Christian Catholic. Like, Catholic artifacts all over the house and a cross and she says a lot of prayers throughout the the movie and Father Delaney um, is a big part of her life because she talks, she calls him on the phone. Meanwhile, she commits like a cardinal sin by putting that tacky paper on top of the wood of the shelves in the... She didn't do a good job. It's to protect the shelves. From what? From, From scratches. From scratches. From your neck. From scratches. It's contact paper. It's not that big a deal. Lame. We have crinkly, it in our crunchy crinkly crunchy paper. What a riveting movie that they included it. Um, and so Father Delaney is Rod Steiger, correct? Yes. Okay. What else is he from? He was in In the Heat of the Night. No, that's Carol O'Connor. I think Rod Steiger is in it too. Oh, Rod Steiger was in the movie. Carol O'Connor was in the TV show. Thank Never mind. You. Yeah. So, so Father Delaney uh, is expected at the house and he hears people talking upstairs. So he 
you know, welcomes himself in the house and goes up the stairs because he hears people, opens the first bedroom door to the right, and there's nobody in there. But he can see the Lutz family in the boat and going out on the water, so he kind of just invites himself in and starts to bless the home. Puts on his fada stuff. So he... Hello, mother. Hello, fada. So he starts to notice there's flies at the window and... Disgusting. um, He starts to get really hot and the door shuts on its own and he smells something. (laughs) And he feels It wasn't his upper lip, buddy. And then there's tons and tons of flies and the window's not open. So it's just very bizarre. And they zoom in to the flies' eyeballs and mm-hmm. stuff. It's, it's so gross. Weird. Yeah, and they're like none of them are Jeff Goldblum or Vincent Price. He gets really sick, violently ill, and has to leave. And he also hears a voice that says, "And he uh, he gets really sick. He gets a flu-like illness." My tummy hurts. And basically is, <laughs> is tum tum. shunned from the house ever, ever again. So father calls the house to try and warn Kathy uh, that, you know, the house is, is not safe. And then the phone receiver burns his hand so that he can't complete his phone call oh. um, after he gets home from visiting their house. Is this when she's wearing pigtails? Yeah, is this when she has those sweet-ass pigtails? We can go to that scene where Kathy is looking in her mirror in her bedroom, and she's, like, like putting a flower in her hair. And then doing a weird ballet and move. And she's like, I think I'm down to fuck tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm feeling is. myself. Does she say that? No, I made oh. that up. I wrote it in <laughs> I my like, head. did I miss that? I totally thought that's what she was thinking in her head. Is this when we get the 70s bang shot? This is when we get the boob. This is the boob. Lois comes in and he's like, ooh, yeah, that's my wife. It's not a fully. It's like an 80% side boob. When she jumps. she's doing like some ballet. You almost see a nipple. What is that? There's no nipple. There's no nipple. There's no nipple. She's like, I'm going to do a pirouette in the mirror. Very She's like, I want to show. With a single leg warmer. I know. <laughs> what the fuck is that? With those really gross 70s mirrors that had like gold inlay. In yeah, them. where it looked, so like, it looked like oh, moss on oh, the mirror. I hate those mirrors. Black cracks all over yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So it's look like she's antique just or like, something. She's just like, you can get this tonight, Mr. Thanos' daddy. Thanos' daddy. Yeah. Mm. So, so it's like the most unpassionate scene of supposed sex that I've seen in quite some time. Well, they're like you know. just the longest makeout sesh ever. They're probably doing it on a bed where two people were shot in the fucking head. So. Extreme close up and heavy breathing. And then the little kid shows up and ruins it. Bad I said kissing. that kid's a cock block. Yep, I knew what he was doing. Amy comes in and she's like, "Mommy." I also and, and her she's she now has a shirt on just gets right up out of bed with a matching plaid shirt on. it's ma- it, well it was James Brolin's shirt yeah I also but it was ma- but it matches the little girls meanwhile like James Brolin was like the happiest person I've ever seen to have blue balls like he's just literally like it's okay <laughs> we didn't have well I'm sure when she came back they finished. No, well, we don't know that. But he was just like, you know, this is stuff that happens when you have children. And at least they're not calling me Mr. Lutz so. now. No. It just continues to get more and more conjunctivitis from this point. It does seem Do like you know? the house affects him the most. like it, And very fast it affects yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that. I was like, he just goes from like zero to crazy. Like crazy. Like, yeah. like he starts with the wood and it's just like... Well, he's cold. He Yeah, he already is talking about how cold he is at this point. It's he, just like, so it's the second day. fast with him. Fourth yeah. day. No, no, no. It's not the fourth day yet. No, this is this is still like... It's Tuesday. Yeah. But we're getting that in the movie. Throughout the movie, they, they say like day five, day 20, day... Cause how, how long did they last? 18. 18 days. 18 days, okay. So it's, it's basically that. Like the whole movie is George uh, wakes up at 3.15 a.m., uh, every every night um, and he looks out the window and sees the boathouse doors are open mm-hmm. and he gets pissed off and he's like what the fuck are these doors open again right. I locked them and he goes out and he checks them out and in the book 
in the book, he is a retired uh, military man. So oh, okay. it alludes to like a little PTSD and him like getting over some paranoia and things. Okay. So um, just to add that in there. Thing that pissed me off about that, they kept the dog on a chain outside. Yeah, I felt bad for that dog. That's when I was like, anything that happens to these people, they fucking deserve it. I will say the the 315 thing, like that's also something that's in um, The Conjuring. In the movie The Conjuring, the family wakes up at like three o'clock in the morning too. And I think it has something to do with, they explain it in The Conjuring that when things come in threes or threes involved, it's supposed to be like... Dale Earnhardt. Oh, and then... Yes. No, it's supposed to be like a slight to the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So. Oh, like the Omen. And that Cusack movie that was a room 1708 or whatever. 1408. 1408. There you go. Yeah. And also like the flies that comes into it when there's like a demonic um, presence. There's usually flies. There's a rancid smell, which is probably what the priest was smelling. So. So they, they actually described it as a... That that was a rancid smell. But there's also a scene where Kathy is in the kitchen later and she smells something. And they described it as a sweet perfume, almost like a woman. Oh. And Ooh. Kathy is washing dishes at the sink and she feels a soft touch of like a woman grabbing her shoulders and like supporting her in a in a nice way oh so you think it was like mrs defeo right oh okay so it, it really sounded like it was a motherly type figure in the house is this after she brings the groceries in and is weirdly dressed like a catholic schoolgirl? yeah probably and when, she, when she drops the groceries when she drops the groceries did you clock those old pringles those old, she pulls out two containers of Pringles, and I was like, "Are those Pringles?" And he's just, and he's just out there cutting wood. Never cutting sneak wood. up on but a also, male with an axe. Again, she's just wearing, a, she's wearing a long plaid skirt mm-hmm. with knee-high socks right. and a white button-down and a sweater over her shoulders. I'm like, like Britney Spears. I'm she's trying say, to get it. Hi, Rory Gilmore, on your way to Chilton. Like, what is this? <laughs> Why are you dressed like this? That no pigtails, though. Style, though. Yeah. She's just a hardcore Catholic. Yeah. Which just comes to the, maybe, you know, because maybe the house just hates Catholics. You ever notice that? They're very guilty. Because that's also when her aunt, the nun, is going to show up. And Mm. that's one of the weird cuts I said. It's like, go get ready, and then it cuts to the fucking toilet. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. The black. So so the boys come down, and they're like, Mom, the toilet's black. And she's like, what? And they go upstairs, and... The water in the toilet looks like you dumped ink in it. It's so black. It's thick too. It looks like yeah. it looks like tar. Mm-hmm. It looks like old blood that's been sitting like a La Brea for tar a long pits. time. So then her aunt, the nun, shows up. And yeah, and why is her aunt a nun? Why like, isn't is, her aunt a so, nun? And I have mean, you ever seen a nun like playing basketball? Yeah, in, um, I've seen flying sister, nuns in Sister Act. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen flying nuns too. So the aunt comes in and she sees the boys and she also gets violently ill because uh, she's Upset a nun. Upset tummy. She needs to take a shit. gets hot and she says, I can't stay and runs to the car and then she barfs in the street on her way out of the neighborhood. So Again. it's affecting the, the hardcore Catholics. Mm-hmm. The house just the hates really Catholics. The really religious people. But not the mom really. And she's very she's religious. Not a, but she's not a very good Catholic. She's we don't know. Yeah, she's probably divorced. Shish-morsed. I don't know why it doesn't affect her that much. Is but it, it, it does. She's the child of God. It's unfortunately there's a few things. Like, we're, oh, we can talk about the end. Do you think maybe like quite the a few things wrong with this movie. was like well, protecting her in such no. a way? She has indigestion. What mom? Upset tummy. It's no. the devil. The Mrs. Oh, Mrs. DeFeo. Yeah, like maybe she's being protected. No, somehow. I don't think Just so. like how Amy Just like is Fata? protected by Jody, her imaginary friend. I hate that little girl. Sorry. Jody. Amy or Jody. <laughs> The, the actual little girl, not the ghost little girl. Oh, she, just because she wouldn't open up the closet door? That, and she's just fucking rude. Like when she doesn't <laughs> open up the closet door rude. and then J- James Brolin, daddy, um, yells at her. And she's like, he yelled at me. Jody doesn't like him. It's like, she, you We're let like, that poor babysitter almost die in there. Like you're a nasty little child. So that so they're alluding to night five, which is our next night. And it's uh, Kathy's brother's wedding. They have a babysitter. You mean a babysitter Wait. with huge fucking headgear that she yes. wears during the day. Amy! Amy, open the door! 
And then she feels Meanwhile, like an idiot because they get when they get home, the Lutzes get home from oh. the wedding. They're like, there's no lock on this door. And her and knuckles are bloody and she's still wearing the headgear. And that's, yeah, that's when, that's when James Brolin like yells at the kid. And then the mom is just like, well, you should have opened the damn door. Rightfully so. That little, Like I said, that little kid sucks. I Jody, mean, Jody was scaring her. Yeah. George is looking sicker and sicker as the story goes along. Mm-hmm. Blue balls are really affecting Still chopping that wood. Still uh, cold. He's become obsessed with wood chopping, yes. Yeah. He's just still He's not... chopping that wood, running up that hill. And at this point, he hasn't been to work in a while. He yeah. still hasn't gone back to work. He's like obsessing over getting this house like finished and unpacked and everything. Yeah, it's really He doesn't want to be up to his ass in boxes. It's, still, all, it's the taken whole them time. quite a long time to unpack that yeah, maybe hideous Asian statue that they Maybe have. those shitty kids could have They haven't helped. even been there a week yet. I, Come on. Do you know how fast I unpack this fucking house? Yeah. Oh yeah, she did. Was I, this an $80,000 house? I mean, I don't have two kids, but or three kids. That Amityville Horror House is very, is very big. Our house is quite large. Like, it doesn't take that long. You just have to, you know, put your mind to it. Maybe if she wasn't so busy figuring out how to put her hair in pigtails every fucking day of the week, she'd be able to unpack... Well, the unpack other, those pigtail ribbons. The other thing is... She needs to unpack that house, shirt and let's see them beebs. The house came with the furniture. Yeah. And they they included the <laughs> furniture, uh, some of it, in the purchase price. Well, you know, they had to, they had so, to, they had to open up all of her, her Jesus Catholic shit and, and that, like, that terrible dragon statue. The, the Asian dragon what statue. What was up with that statue? I don't know. It was a constant theme. Yeah, because he cuts his leg on it at one point. Like, it bites him. Yeah. It's... <laughs> but, like, that's another thing that I don't think they do very well in this movie is there's just too many things that don't make sense. Like, I mean, it, it's a movie about a haunting, but it affects the dad so much. But then when he leaves the house, it shouldn't affect him. Like, it should leave. Like, when they go to the brother's wedding, he's still so sick and so angry. And it's like, but you're out of the house. You're out of the affected area. So it shouldn't be going with you like that. Well, uh, you know, the priest is getting his hand bitten while he's uh, calling. Chewing scenery. Rod Steiger. And and it's around about here, don't we have, like, a priest on priest action? Oh, where we get all priestly. Well, no, first, first, no, first the, no, first the, uh, the other monk slash priest comes to him. Oh, the one one who can also fix cars. The one that looks like a monkey. And by a monkey, I mean like the band, you know, M-O-N-K-E. Hey, 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 with the monkeys. His name is Father Braylon. But he's, he's trying to help him out. They're trying to, they're trying to go to the house and then the the car it's basically the scene from Tommy Boy where the where the where the hood opens up, and you can't you can't close the hood very well if you leave the oil can in, you moron. It's like that. I wrote the devil takes control of cars now. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, but then, the priests are driving; they're on their way, but they drive like shit. And he takes money too, because remember when the brother loses the money in the house and it's gone? So the devil takes control of cars. He takes money. Well, that wasn't the devil. That was the poltergeists. The what? Movie are we watching? <laughs> a, pol- the what? a poltergeist is Fuck a real off. word. It's not just but, the name of a movie. And then and then uh, and then Rod Steiger and the monkey priest they have a sit down with the other priest, <laughs> and the other priest is like Ali said, the fucking mayor from Jaws, and just as disbelieving and this still movie. downplaying. He's a real he's dick. Like, he's like, oh no. Nah. That, that family's over there. They're in the water. They're having a great How time. How dare you yeah. bring your secular education in here? And sit down. Sit down. Yeah, the the priest in, that's questioning it all and um, challenging the head priest is uh, also a psychotherapist. I didn't know priests get down like that. You know what I mean? There was a lot so of he's, aggression. He's like, he's like questioning his motives and yeah, is this is this you trying to bring My. non-religion into religion? My father parish- one is mad at father two and the, father three. My parishioners were in the water there too. The priest, <laughs> the priest in the um, in the Exorcist, he's kind of similar. He has he's like a, a he has like a a doctorate in like science. So it's like I think when when priests also have that sort of other education, you know, about real things. That other priests are like, how dare you bring uh, actual thought and proven facts into our? I see. 
magical yeah. religion. Just like, just like Patrick Troughton was a time lord as well as a priest and yeah, the omen. Exactly, exactly. Sorry, continue, Tammy. We, we're talking over you. No, no. I was just trying to figure out how I was going to summarize the rest of this movie. Um, well, don't take two hours so, to do it. <gasps> yeah, can you just tell yeah. us every time that they show a shot of the house every time? In a different color? In a yeah, different color. I was like, did different they color, just orange, invent, white, did black, they invent like, lenses and, in this year? And that they are the lights use? always on upstairs in the, in the windows? It's supposed to look like eyes. That's why. They make it try to make it look like... It looks like that a is dumb the, face. That is what the house looks like. The real house looks like I mean, that, it looks so. like eyes without I mean, a face. If you look at our house, Every night, the middle light is on. Oh, yeah. How does he sleep with the light on like that? Poorly. Okay. He, uh, we always shut it off, and then he, when he, if he wakes up to go to the bathroom, he turns it on. Okay. But That's we awesome. do have orange curtains in his bedroom. Yes. La, 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 la. So la, la, instead, la, of, instead la, of being la, a demonic house, your house is a demonic cyclopean house. Is that it? Yes. It's only one eye. And it is. It's only half evil. Your, so your house is a one-eyed monster. Quasi-evil. Like your, house all the way is, your house is a one-eyed monster is what you're saying. <laughs> Don't make it angry. It gets them on you. There you go. So we skip a bunch of days to the 11th day. Thank, thank you. The house, the front door, and... The basement door are ripped off of its hinges. Yeah, we get a lot of incidents. Yeah, there's a bunch of incidents. There's a storm, and then there's a thunderstorm like every night for the rest of the movie. Um, Can I mention the tidy whities that James Brolin is wearing when that door flies off the hinges? Yes. Not a do. single sock first, in there. First of all, lots of flies again. I, oh, I had to look away. There's just too many flies. It's so gross. It was like a death tone. And then the know. door flies off the hinges, and James Rowan comes down in the tightest of tidy whities and they're working. It was excellent. I will say that. It was doing it for me. They also, are the, working. Um, the, the chopping of the wood. You know how I am with uh, men chopping wood. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? Oh, like so lumberjacks well, and yeah. stuff? Well, when my She man, leaves a snail trail all over the backyard. Yes. Yeah. I totally uh, treat him like a piece of meat. Really? When he's out in the backyard chopping wood. So lumberjacks do it for you. Okay. No, just, I guess, my just, husband who I'll has a strange comparison to George Lutz uh, chopping wood. It just does it for me. Nice. Does he look at you with murderous intent when you go and interrupt him as well? Yeah, I rub my eyes until they're super red and pink. They made him look And then terrible. I tell you how cold I am. I mean... He looked... You do carry so blankets simply. to the bathroom with you, you fucking weirdo. He, he I want to be warm while I shit. It's not weird. <laughs> He's Fuck very... guys. I, I was... I mean, I, you know, just being a little critical again, he was... Yes, he was very sickly, but it was also like he was... He was just doing... He was trying his best to be Jack Nicholson. Oh, I, I wrote that no down. Way. I did. I wrote, I wrote Shining much. Yeah, because no. The Shining was what, 77? Well, but also because like he takes an axe to a door. Like... If you do that after The Shining, you're going to get a reference to The Shining. Like, you can't. Not. Well, um, actually, in the so book, he used a rope mallet. What else would you expect him to have as a weapon? I'm just saying, like, you're going to get a reference to The Shining if you use an axe to a door after The Shining came out. Like, it's just the way it's going to be. Is there another wood chopping device? You'd... Yeah, it's called a log splitter. My father has one. In yeah. 1979. How, how is how is well, James Brolin going to carry the log splitter up the stairs and smash the kid <laughs> with the log splitter? Hey, you asked me for something else to use to cut wood, and I gave you an answer, so... <laughs> Captain America used his hand. The way he tore well, that so, apart. I also wrote down that when they go down to the basement, like when the cops come because the house got vandalized or yeah, whatever. They're they're inspecting. They called the police because they're suspicious that there was an intruder. Yeah. And the cop quickly tells them, you know, your, your doors have been... Broken out of, not broken into. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with the windows. But I the, looked, yeah, as the, I'm lighting this stogie here, and the, it's the same. What cop, do you think was in that Danish? It was the same <laughs> cop from the DeFeo murders. He he came the night of those murders. Yeah. So he's very intrigued by this so, particular call. Yeah, for he like, came both nights. So like yeah. for the rest of the movie, he's just sitting outside watching the house and one hand on the wheel and was one that a Philly cigar? Else. No, it was something he chewed on. It's like a backwards. Oh. No. But I did write down that. The basement itself and the lead up to the basement with the door and bringing it back to the conjuring looked exactly like the basement from the conjuring. So I think basements are similar in construction, I believe. No, but it was just like <laughs> it was just um the way the hallway leading to it is very it similar. It also looked in the a lot like the basement in Leprechaun. Yeah. Oh, you know what else? Well, you know what other basement it looked like? Home Alone. 
No, it didn't. No. Oh, yeah, I no. totally did with the creepy... Uh, no, there was no, no, no big... There was big yeah, there, there was no big furnace down there. Oh, oh my God. God. I mean, technically there was, because there was a... It's the passage to hell. Yeah, so, like the, so the, spook. that was the the much the, scare. The coworker's girlfriend. She went down. She's yeah. like, I'm very in tune and who very. Is no, she that says she's woman? very sensitive to these things. Her yes. name is Carolyn. Yes, but oh, who is she in real life? Because she looks so effing familiar, and I could not place it. I don't know. I thought she looked like the lady she that played like Mrs. She was legally blonde. I thought she she looked kind of like. Um, She's the bend and snap. Lady. I have to look it up. She's not Jennifer Coolidge. The way she was talking Hi. in the, the way she was talking in the movie and like saying how she's like really psychic and adept to this sort of stuff. I thought she was like related to uh, Amanda Seyfried's character in Mean Girls. Oh, can she tell the weather with the <laughs> boobs? But she was like, "This is a passage to hell." <laughs> is that what she said? Open yes. it. Yes. Open it. That's. I mean, that's when the movie gets really kind of. What? Stupid. Just ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I thought she was gonna say good, and I'm because like, then, because right. no. then, because then, it's like just fucking ridiculous. Because like James Bro, James Brolin looks into it and like sees himself. Okay, well, well, why don't you explain that scene? Because explain that scene. So yes, they please. go down to the basement. So George meets up with his coworker and his coworker's girlfriend, and gets into an argument. Uh, and then she starts educating George on how his house was. Owned by this man, John Letchum. Why did he steal the... of Salem, uh, Salem, Massachusetts, and was de- what, and the land that they had their house on was a devil-worshipping ground owned by this John Letchum person. And that's... She, she was doing witch. all this research. She was a witch. I just figured out where that woman's from. What? She plays Nancy's mom in The Craft. Oh, that's who she is. Okay, yeah, got it. But but also, why did he steal that book from the library? I know. Couldn't I he have just checked thing. it out? Did you know? Some people but do he it for also the rush. Had, he also had to shove it down where into his tidy whities for it. Did you also notice someone else in the library when she goes to look at the microfiche who teaches her how to use the microfiche? Yes, yes. From the thing, it's the guy from the thing. I was so excited. <laughs> That was that was the last note I wrote. Down. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Tina. Yeah. So at the, at this point in the movie, they're all suspicious of uh, demons. The book that George stole from the library was about demons, and demons. then Kathy Lutz goes to the library and is reading up on uh, the murders and looking at the newspaper clippings of the day after the DeFeo murders occurred in her home and saw pictures and she saw George's face. In the newspaper. And people have been saying for most of the movie, too, like... You look just like like that kid. He looks like Ronnie DeFeo. Because when he goes to the bar, the bartender, who obviously was not an actor, is like, oh... Oh, it's so clear. Sorry, man. You look just like that guy. Like, Oh, hi, Johnny. Hi, Johnny. I didn't recognize it was you. I'll get you some more beers. (laughs) It was so... I'm the number one customer. So stupid. Bad, bad acting. But people have been commenting that he looks like Ronnie DeFeo, so... So then we get to the part where Carolyn and and Jeff and George go back to the house. And um, Carolyn just goes into the house while George is doing whatever. I forget what he's doing. Needs to see. And the creepy music starts and Carolyn's like, it's here. I can feel it. I need to see the basement. I need to see the basement. And then I'm very sensitive. She just takes She touches her nipples. And you can see, like, there was a brick wall, but there was kind of, like, it wasn't completely to the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the starts... dog the dog was digging at it the whole time, and, like, it fucked up his foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His and front paw, yeah. So um, she starts hitting it with an axe, and then George comes down, and he's like, no, she's right. I can there feel is it. something here. And he hits the door, uh, or hits the wall, and then there's this like weird red glowing light under, and this is under the staircase, by the way. It looks like the pink ooze from Ghostbusters. Too. Yeah, so there's like <laughs> this weird red glowing light. It's under a nightclub. The stairs, and then it's just a wall, and they're like, "This is the a entrance to hell." <laughs> and he sees his reflection in it. Yeah, he, or no, he sees Ronnie DeFeo more. Yeah, he sees. Well, it's hard to tell because he's so disheveled at this point. That they just make his beard look more fluffy, in my yeah. opinion, and his hair fluffy. look a little bit more fluffy. crazy. Yeah, he so, went from he went from feathered to like 
almost Jerry curl from sweat. I feel well, like. it's, uh, once he gets sweaty, his his hair starts to get a little um, crimpy. You can start to see like crimpies in it. Yes. So uh, they go upstairs and George and uh, George sees the cross upside down and covered in black ooze. It's covered in soot, right? Yeah, because it was like smoldering or something. Yeah. I feel like. Okay. So now they're walking around the house with this cross uh, saying prayers and chants and things. Uh, and the cop is looking at them from the street. So One hand on the window. So long. It is a long. It's yeah, only it's two hours, and it feels so long. Yeah, you feel those it, two it, hours. I have feel, to say you know, it every you, time I write it. You feel those eighteen days yeah. in this movie. You're like, it's like dragging the the viewers along. All right, so we're so we're in the last. We're in our final day here. Which it doesn't mention that it's the final day. Wait, the I, 19th well, no, no, no. day is the final day. They say it's the 18th day, but they don't say what day it is because every other day they're like, eh, fourth oh, it does day. say the last day. They're like, fourth day. I will Thursday. say that nightmare she has is horrifying of like George axing the daughter and then him ah, coming yes. and slamming the. That one, that one, yes. that was scary. The that shining was, ripoff. That was a little bit shocking, but. Oh, I, I may have been mistaken. This is day 17. Aha. So this is the the Father Delaney is uh, in his parish. I wrote just chewing scenery, man. Just screaming. <gasps> Who screams that much? Fada yeah. prays loudly. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Family. I'm pretty sure Anthony Hopkins was inspired by this <laughs> when he did his part in Dracula. So he's doing all this this chanting, and then he he thinks that he sees the church crumbling. But his buddy, uh, Father Braylon, is also the there, monkey monkey, and he's not seeing priest. anything that this priest, Father Delaney, is seeing. And then Father Delaney goes blind. Call that divine. And then sight. they like put him in like. What is this place? A, a not a monastery. It's probably a place for retired um, retired priests. I thought he just stayed in the same places. area because the cop was lo- the cop that's been watching the house was down there looking at him. Yeah, well, it had to have been close because he the other father visits him and and the cop is following him and he's yeah. like, well, what the hell happened to that guy? The blood the the cop from this or I mean the priest from this movie is sitting next to the one from the Omen. They're sitting there just drawing and. Talking about stuff. How lively is a he retirement home for priests? Eyes, you think they uh, think they party? They can drink. Priests they, are. They can't bang. <laughs> sure. And this whole time, Kathy is like trying to get a hold of Father Delaney because she hasn't been able to communicate with him since she moved into this house. And then she's he's nowhere to be found. Phone keeps biting him. George go is disgusting looking. Yes. And he's like, God damn this house. And he, um, he definitely looks worse here. Than, oh, you mean when he wakes up and scene. goes, I'm going bad. Yeah. Yeah. He wakes up at three 15 in the morning and he's like, I'm going crazy. And he goes downstairs and, he's and he puts the, the carpet drums. and he puts the carpet over the hardwood floors. Yeah, he puts the carpet down and he rearranges the furniture and he's sitting in front of the fire again. And oh, when he gets bit by the Asian dragon statue? Yeah, <laughs> and then he's cold and he goes out to the boathouse and all of this nonsense. He okay. punches Kathy in the face. Dude, he fucking hits her. Because um, they had a fight because he's acting like an ass. And she calls him a bastard. Yeah. And then he hit like, her oh, like a man. So he did hit her like a man. Yeah, she had a nosebleed. Oh god, it's awful. The basement door or the basement floor rumbles and the dog barks and the storm comes and, and then we get the last night. Which again, we don't know what day of the week it That's is. That's the 19th which day. Is, but which it's is basically no- the same day. It's just a continuation of the day. The 19th day is but, the last but day. But like I said, every other time that they're like fourth day, Thursday, sixth day, Saturday. Yeah. So George is in the boathouse chopping wood again. And Kathy gets home and she goes up to Amy's bedroom window where she can see the boathouse from. And she sees George walking from the boathouse with an axe. And she is scared as fuck because she's like, she I just, saw his face in the paper. And she just read The Shining. And she just read The Shining and she, thinks you know, he's gonna kill her thinks kids. he's going to kill her family. Okay. And then George I would too. Sees, Those kids suck. The one, he sees Jody in the window. Yeah, was that Jody a pig? Jody is a pig. It was a pig. It's a beast. Yeah. Oh, oh! I missed. That. I thought it was a jackal. No, it's a beast. I missed that completely. But then, just like we saw that, like earlier, she had that jump scare with that cat. Yeah. Oh, it was like eyes. Yeah, it was like eyes without a face. But it wasn't a cat. It was the pig. Jo- that was Jody. Jody was a pig. I missed Jody that pig. is a pig. Okay. Jody. 
Jody, Jody. A beast. Um, the one of the little sons, um, the one who got his hand caught in the in the window pane, he he's an ET. He plays one of the the kids in ET. Yeah, the one Not, of the cyclists. One of the cyclists. Yeah. yeah. He I wears the he headphones. He wears the headphones. Yeah. The big headphones in uh, ET. I hated yeah. those kids. Um, I'm stra- I'm trying to skip over stuff, and you guys keep bringing it up. I'm no, sorry. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just, just kidding. Finish it out, man. <laughs> I'm just yeah, come on, power through it, just power like we were it. in the last thirty minutes of this movie. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> so George uh, is running up the stairs. Make a deal with God. Because he sees that pig, right? And he's scared. And the house is so bleeding. George is trying to get into the boys' bedroom. And then blood starts running down the wall. Is it blood or is it just and black down tar? The, stairs. the blood is running faster than the story of this movie. It's just <laughs> and he hits the the door with the axe. Here's and Johnny. Kathy, that was the shining thing. Yeah. Kathy jumps on his back and she's like, "Don't you dare attack my family! Get away from my babies!" She yeah. has horrifying faces. I'm sorry, Margaret Kidder's dead, right? I think she is. Okay, yeah. good. She, her faces are horrifying. I was more scared of the faces she made than of this movie. <laughs> Not to bring up her <laughs> mental health later in life, but terrifying. So a tree falls into the house and breaks one of the windows. Poltergeist. And it just, it just kind of like... Breaks the window that then is not broken later. Yeah. Putting that out. And, and it they, fixed itself. They yeah. kind of like shook off this whole, you know, we're, we're upset with each other and we think we're going to kill each other. And we're like, they're like, let's get out of this Well, house. the house is trying to eat them. Although, yeah. again, not much urgency. Literally, James Brolin is walking like, come on, guys, let's go. Yes, yeah, so he collects the children. Let's go to the grocery store. Come on, guys. Everyone in the car. And Everybody again, in the van. There's a thunderstorm. And Which is awesome. Blood everywhere. Blood. Black. Blood. It's not blood. Okay. It's it not blood. blood. Some sort it of is not blood. It is right, not red in starch. any way. Something is oozing from the walls and it's the stairs. Black. It's red. No, the the Fucking. stuff the stuff on the steps and on the wall is red. The stuff that James Brolin falls into is black. Yes. Yeah, all right. Because it's basically so much of it. So they get into to James Brolin's van and they drive halfway down the block and Amy, the annoying daughter, says, "I want Harry the dog." The fact that they forgot the dog to begin with is He was upsetting. a good boy. I know. Agreed. Agreed. Cause the, and why is the dog in the basement now? Because the dog point. hangs out in the basement because, because like of the drawn. world's lamest gateway to hell. Yeah, the hell mouth. But also the way, again, with the face on Mark. Dog! Like, her face is terrifying. <laughs> now I don't. Now, now I don't want to show her Allie Superman because she does have some faces in that, too, where she's like, maybe, Clark, no! Maybe I'm just scared of Margot Kidder. <laughs> but also, when he runs back to the house, that little girl is smiling the whole time. Like, is she evil? I don't know. She's, like, she's been touched. Or she just can't well, act. Has she? Mm-hmm. They call it shining. That's why they should have cast Kyle Richards instead, because she was way better at doing stuff like that. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so George runs back to the house, and he is like, where's my dog? And then he realizes the dog's down in the basement, opens the door, starts walking down the stairs, falls through the stairs, mm-hmm. into the gateway to hell, into a pool of what Guido is not calling blood. It wasn't blood. It was, it the was a red room. tar pit. Okay. It is a La Brea yeah. tar pit. It was a La Brea under tar pit. And then Harry the good doggo. Harry the dog rescues him from Harry the pit. is the hero of this movie. Oh, poor and Harry. then he car- and then George carries Harry up the stairs because there's a big hole in the stairs. And then magically the rain washes away all of the gook from his body. Well, the goop. The goop. The not evil the goop. goop. Not not the goop. Yeah. That's a it's not a little a, that's like a, not a nice term for something. Evil pre ejaculate. Uh, well you the know? goop. Goop. The the gross black stuff. And then they leave. And then... It's and they says, never return to this house ever. Then there's... Yeah, what does it say? They it left. It says, they uh, left. George and Kathleen Lutz never went back for the house or their stuff. Because they, half of their shit was someone else's. They live, in, live another in another state. state. And it just ends. Yep. And they have this Abrupt. creepy music again. La la. Why couldn't, la, the, la, la. why couldn't the rest of the movie have been as abrupt? Two fucking hours for this. Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 my ending thoughts were: George and Guido look a lot alike. What? And they, and they both like chopping wood. Aww. <laughs> or you just like to watch them chop wood. Well, I mean, James Roland is a very good looking man. So I, I mean, Barbara Streisand knows what she's doing. Can you put on some white tidy whiteies and then I'll really tell you if you look like Ooh. James Roland. 
Only I would rather pl- die. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you are sitting there trying to plie into your mirror with your one leg warmer on. Yeah, with you need to get one pigtails, pink pigtails leg warmer. And a flower that you put in your hair just before you go to bed. And don't you button that shirt. I won't look like her, though. That's fine. Okay. I married you, not her. Um, <laughs> um, yep, so that's that's the end of this movie. It grossed $86 million. It's very gross. And the budget for it was about four point seven million. So it what? Did really well. So That's like four million more than I thought. Yeah. Um. And most of it was shot in Tom's River, New Jersey. There was only so very you're saying few scenes. It was really just so you're saying signs. New Jersey. So okay. you're saying that there's a passage to hell in New Jersey. That math checks. Well, that's Multiple. Where the, that's where Multiple. the Jersey Devil is too. So. <laughs> so let's go around the room. Uh, Allie, what did you think? Like I said, I did see this movie when I was younger, but I was never a huge fan of the movie. Like, I'm very interested in the crime and in, not to keep bringing up The Conjuring, but Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were the paranormal investigators that were profiled in The Conjuring, they were involved in the Amityville Horror case. So they were involved in the Amityville Horror investigation, and a lot of people thought that the Lutz family worked with the Warrens to fake the haunting so they could make money off of it because the people who live in the house, because it's a real house and people live in it after them have never had any issues and there's never been another problem with it. So a lot of... That's because they changed those windows to look different. (laughs) They actually did reface the house so that people stopped stopping and looking at the house. But But also in the second one, they actually did successfully bless the house. Okay. I but did then see that one. The third one was in 3D. Not yes, there is that hand that goes out. But um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so the um, the Warren actually the picture I'll show you the picture is from the Warrens doing like an investigation of the house. So I was always interested in the murder, and that's where I think this movie could have been better if it was just about a haunting because of the people that died in the house, not with the stupid gateway to hell and the dumb witchcraft like that didn't need to happen if it was just a the people who were murdered in this house are haunting the house that would have been better in my opinion i'm gonna fail this because it was long and um not scary and the flies were gross james brolin's yummy margo kidder's face scares me fail guido Come on, this I fucking hated this goddamn movie. It was two hours. I felt like I was being drugged <laughs> through glass. I I had high hopes. It was like it's like somebody gives you, you a Snickers ice cream hopes. bar and there's nothing in it. It's just a chocolate shell. Fuck Aww. this movie. Nothing scary about it. It was it was nonsense. I hated it. I fucking hated it. Matt, what did you think? I will pass on Margot Kidder's boobs. Ugh. Everything else fail. Yeah, I I went in here. I went into this movie with high hopes. I'm not going to go into as vitriolic as my uh, counterpart over here, but I went in with high hopes. I was like, well, yeah, I've never seen this movie, and I hear it's one of the scary, you know, it's one of the forebears of scary movies of you know. And then I'm just like, Jesus Christ! He's chopping wood again. Uh, and then I'm just looking, and uh, I he's cold again. I was literally texting him. I was like, Holy fuck! I'm only an hour into this. There's I only did, yeah. it's only been an hour. I did yeah. check how much time I had left. Oh my god! Twice, and I'm, I'm telling, I'm, I'm reading it in real time. I'm like, dude, I know, dude, I'm I like, know. I'm like, what? It was just very, very poorly paced. I feel like, yeah, um, it could have really been like apparently a lot shorter. Yeah, like I, I looked at it because I was like, I just wanted to hedge my bets and being like, you know. Tammy with her basic bitch self. I thought she might have picked the remake because it had Ryan Reynolds in it and he's cute. So I looked at that and that's only an hour and a half. So I feel like maybe that might be better because it could have, you know. It's probably just as lame. Does anyone die other than the original family? Does anyone die or get like incredibly maimed? I will say the babysitter in the remake is real hot. Doesn't wear headgear. And there are Thanks, a, Hollywood. There are a few definitely a few more jump scares, like okay. a lot more and you get to see Ryan Reynolds cut as shit. Mm. Chopping wood with no shirt on. So yes. yeah. Okay, no, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 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 a no from me, dog. I am going to fail it also. What? Get the fuck out of here. Bitch. (laughs) I can't believe you made us watch this. You made us watch that? Oh, my God. Fucking mean asshole. I, you know, was scared when I was 
in sixth grade, and now I'm not scared anymore. Thanks, and Kevin McAllister. The, the devil, the devil stuff was over the top. I didn't like it. The crime was the highlight of the movie, and the haunting was completely ridiculous. Our final spooky month goes to Guido. Guido, quid pro quo. I got one for you. All right. Okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna make y'all watch Midsummer. Speaking of long movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but this doesn't feel like two goddamn hours, and it doesn't feel like you're getting drugged through it. Okay. Feel like two and a half because that's how long. It was made in 2019 and is directed by Ari Aster. Ari Aster. But more importantly, it features a beautiful (gasps) Florence Pugh. Miss Flo. Okay. Team Florence. And she's. Hashtag she's going to be a wonderful princess, Irland. But never mind. She's a great black widow. So, Rita, where can uh, people watch Midsummer? Right now, you can watch Midsummer on Paramount Plus, um, Showtime, and Hulu. Try to watch Midsummer for for our next uh, episode. And we want to thank our listeners. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would appreciate it if you would. Uh, rate our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. That's how we get better. And if you have an idea for a theme month, you can send us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com. And until next time. Thank you all for listening. Thanks. Bye. It was a passage to hell. Lame.